0: their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Jomez!
1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 261 of the Car Jomez podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always... The newly minted
0: 40 and fabulous Joe of the Car Jomez podcast.
1: That's right, buddy. If you didn't say it, I was gonna say, it. let me hit some music here. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday. Happy birthday to you. Go to hell, you old bastard. Happy birthday, you old son of a bitch. Woo! How you doing,
0: buddy? Gomez, I feel like Frosty the snowman where as soon as I put
1: that hat on, it's happy birthday. Oh boy, how does it feel being 40? Oh my, I can't even Oh, it feels weird coming out my mouth. It it
0: sounds weird and it looks weird, but I got to be honest. I feel exactly the same. Like I thought well I here's where it feels different. When you take into account that your life is more than half over and you are now on the back nine of life and you are closer to dying than you are to living, that is a very harrowing fact to come to grips with. But other than that, it's been great.
1: When you put it that way, definitely. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I hope 40 treats you good, bro. You got a long way to go.
0: I mean, no, I don't. Not anymore. (laughs)
1: I mean, not as long as you had. Not as long still, as I
0: had, exactly.
1: But we still. Advances in medicine. What are you going to live? To be 127? You'll be all right. I mean,
0: basically, I'm I'm close to the point where, like, we got to do a WWE uh, Lonely Road of Faith video for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my goodness.
0: Birthday. Did you do anything fun for your birthday, Joe? I mean, we might have mentioned it a little bit, like on every episode, because I've been so excited for it. But your double main man thinks you might have to hit some more music right now.
1: Yeah! Well, in the world is Joseph DeLeo? All right, Joe, I think we all know. But let's remind everyone, where in the world were you this weekend?
0: Your double, your triple, your quadruple main man was out in Anaheim, California, finally attending PowerCon 2021, the He-Man convention out on the West Coast every year around the same time, and I finally got to go and be there in person
1: were you able to sleep the night before? I imagine it was like Christmas morning. Just it, so excited. Yeah,
0: it, it really was. It really <laughs> was like Christmas morning. I um I actually went to bed really early because I wanted to get through the night.
1: <laughs>
0: but then I woke up really early and I had to kill all this time because I had an early afternoon flight. And I was like, oh, no, what do I do now?
1: So it's a two-day convention, correct? Yeah, it's a Saturday and Sunday. Saturday. You went to both days. I did go to both days Was there a difference Between the days Was it pretty much The same kind of shit The only difference Now We discussed last week Where you were
0: like Oh do they have panels Do they have And they do They do have panels Awesome So the first panel um, You know They had a a couple panels On Saturday A couple on Sunday Um, I went to a, a handful of them I didn't go to all of them uh, I went to the Mattel reveals for the new Origins figures that'll be coming out and for the Masterverse figures that'll be coming out for Ooh. obviously the new uh, kids series, the stuff they got coming out for that. It was pretty fun. Uh, so that was nice. I There was one with uh, Mondo, the company Mondo. They do all oh, these. Oh, I love Mondo. Fun, yeah. They did they a post They phenomenal statues and I mean, their stuff is absolutely gorgeous uh, there was a, a panel with uh, Griffin Newman and Tiffany Smith, who voice Orko and Andra on the new Masters of the Universe Revelation show that's on Netflix. So I went to that one. They were, they were pro, both pretty fun. So that was a good one to go to. And then even like after hours on Saturday night, there were some some little events if you wanted to go. Oh, what kind of stuff? Well, on Saturday night, uh, Kayla and I, she had come out with me. We, uh, we went to dinner, came back, and we said, Hey, they're doing this trivia game. Let's oh, go into snap. the play some trivia. Oh, I love it. So we decided to do that, and it was set up really cool. So when you get there, they give everybody like a remote control, like a, a keypad to punch in your answers. So you're basically p- playing for yourself. So every question that comes in, you're getting scored, whatever. And they have like four uh, like Jeopardy booths set up on the stage. And you're basically playing to try to win a spot in one of those
1: booths. Awesome. And okay.
0: during the show, they're doing these little mini games to try to win a spot into that. So there's four mini games. And then the four people who win the mini games, whoever wins a thing out of those four gets one spot in the finals. Okay. And then the top three scorers will also get the remaining spots. Well, I volunteered to be in the dance contest mini game <laughs> I love it <laughs> You know, not a lot of people were Like jumping at the, the chance to get into these things I was just trying to have fun with it Because I didn't think I was going to do overly well in the trivia I figure there's so many more people who know so much more about this stuff than I do Not that I know nothing But I just figure there's people who have the nuances Way more down pat than me but I just had fun with it. I went and did this Dan contest. I ended up winning. And then of there was like some, someone had to win a singing contest and somebody did a debate contest. And I, f- I forget what the other one was. But so the four of us were placed in a, uh, a mini game to try to win, uh, win a spot in the final round. I was down four to two. You had to get five questions, right? First one of five won the spot. Uh, the woman next to me was at uh, four. I was at two. I was in second place. And then I rolled off the next three Love and just come back kid right here. Came, made it to the finals. When they when they said I won, I did the macho man twirl, and the point <laughs> in the air. Crowd was eating it up with a spoon. Of course. And then I got to go to the finals against the three guys who had scored the highest during the game, and I was ready to get smoked. And once again, I came in second.
1: Look at you So I,
0: I had a very good showing I'll be posting some videos of this stuff On our social media Twitter and Instagram At Car Jomez Remember to follow us there And see all this goodness And remember That if you send us a screenshot Of you subscribe to this podcast Tweet it to us at Car Jomez With the hashtag Belly Splash, And I will send you an autographed 8x10 So Follow along, check out the show, do all the good stuff, and you will be rewarded. But yeah, so I came in
1: second place, and I, I felt very accomplished. I thought that was a very good showing. I didn't embarrass myself. I love it. You're a bigger nerd than you thought. I love it so much. How how was the trivia? Was it, like, overly nerdy? How do you think the questions were? You know were? what? It, it wasn't
0: overly nerdy. It was... Okay. There were questions that, that were hard, but I think people of all... Uh, levels could have enjoyed it and participated
1: and done well awesome I love to hear that but when, when you said you did a trivia I was like oh yes boy second place yeah. and then
0: so Ooh. earlier in the day I had met WWE official John Cohn oh. and, and his son former tag team champion Nicholas and John's a big message <laughs> universe fan he attends every year so he has he had the power pass which is like I guess like the VIP entrance that's like the highest one you buy i didn't think i needed that i just bought the regular uh weekend pass but when you're power pass you get to sit front row at all the panels and events oh, okay. and everything so john was sitting right there and he sees me get on stage starts taking some pics and videos for me so a lot of what you'll see on uh on the social medias will be from john Cohn. that's awesome that worked out great you know kayla did take some videos she got some great shots but uh, John got, like, some really close-up stuff because he was sitting right there. But really cool. I, and I actually, I won for, for getting to the final round. I was given a, I had won a Skeletor figure. Ooh. Uh, and then, for being in the final round, I won a mini replica of Teela's Snake Staff. Oh, and, my god. <laughs> and from Mondo, a ceramic mug of Skeletor.
1: Oh, I've a, seen a those. A ceramic, t- a tiki mug. The tiki, yeah, so, they do the tiki uh, mugs. Oh, that's so phenomenal. awesome. I love it. That's awesome. Oh, look at that. The grand prize winner got a, uh, the new Mondo statue of Hordak,
0: which is oh, just absolutely that's beautiful. that's awesome,
1: too. Yeah, I got that email yesterday. I said, oh, I didn't know they were at PowerCon. I, I saw their stuff. Yeah, they really had awesome. they had a whole booth,
0: and, I mean, just showing off everything. I've, was, always,
1: I've always loved Mondo. It's just impossible to get. It's just sold out instantly, those goddamn photos. The thing with
0: Mondo, I love it, man. Their stuff is so beautiful, but it's so big and it's so expensive because of, like, how beautiful yeah. and detailed and sculpted it is. Like, I mean, the price point is where it should be. It's, I don't feel like you're getting gouged on it or anything. It's just that it becomes price pro- prohibitive. It becomes space prohibitive unless you have, like, that, that's, that you know,
1: built-in place for this piece that you're buying totally always that's that's the problem with all the stuff you know i mean things i see i get all the emails and i'm like oh my god this thing is so beautiful and you see that price it's like oh man this is this is really big decision here
0: no absolutely it's like that with so many things it's it's like that with regular toys now i mean there's so much stuff that i've been buying and been collecting that i'm just like Okay, either I got to start making some real deal decisions about what I will and will not buy from now on, or if I'm going to start making cuts with the kind of stuff that I've been collecting because it's just too much.
1: I got an email before. Don't you love the email of, hey, you pre ordered something, it's about to come. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I forgot oh, about boy. that. What'd thing. you get, Gomez? It was a Jaws and Quint 2 pack of Tiny Terror. Or something like this, I'll put it up on uh, on the Instagram, the Gomez One Five Four. I totally forgot I ordered. I had to even Google. I was like, "What is this thing that I bought?" Did a quick Google search. I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." It's like uh, it's like an old school cartoony thing, like kind of like a Scooby Doo kind of thing, you know, like that kind of animated, like old school style. Of, yeah, uh, the, yeah, yeah, I think I remember seeing it. Yeah, so it was, it's cool. $20, 30 bucks. Uh, apparently, I ordered it. It's coming soon. Can't wait. <laughs> Come on now. Like,
0: if anything says Jaws on it, you have it pre-ordered. At this pretty, point, much, yes,
1: uh, pretty much, yes. Pretty much, that is true. Some stuff, no. I mean, so it's, when
0: are they doing like
1: Amity Con for you? Amity Con. I wouldn't be surprised. This is probably one of those things every year. <laughs> Upstate, there's probably some little con. I haven't gone to a, a con in a long time. We, we've gone to New York Comic Con, and I've always wanted to go to a horror one. I've, I've never really gone to one of those big horror conventions. I really should do that soon. I've been to a chiller theater. Yeah, that's a big one. That's supposed to be great.
0: Yeah, I've had a good time there. It's, it's, not, it's probably not as horror as you want it to be, though. It's more just another, like, a, a Comic Con on a smaller level with a horror theme. But Sure. When I had been there, like, one of the big things was, like, meet the cast of Jesus Christ Superstar. (laughs) Uh, To me, that doesn't scream horror, but, I mean, depending on your belief
1: system, maybe it it does. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, those things are fun. For me, I'm I'm a guy where I go into a museum, I go somewhere, I do what I got to do when I get out. I don't linger. So if I'm going to the con... I know what I'm going for. I know what I'm looking for. I'll do what I do when I got to get out.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, with this con, I felt a little bit different just because you want to
1: take it all in. I get that.
0: I, I really did. And I met a lot of really cool people. I got to meet Ravishing Robert and Corporate Steve from Mattel for the first time in person. You know, guys I've been talking to forever. Uh, it feels like at this point. and But finally got to meet them in person. Uh, got to meet my man, Alan, from Eternia Dreams, who I've been buying figures from for feels like a couple years now at this point. So he had a, a setup at PowerCon. I was able to get to meet him, talk to him for a little bit and, you know, just put faces to names and whatever, stuff like that. Met a lot of fans who I've talked to, I've spoken with, you know, in various message boards and groups and, you know, uh, collecting groups and stuff over the years. So putting faces to names and that's all you know fun. and it was cool because after the trivia contest uh you know i just said my name was shoes and i tried to like i said i was just having a good time with it and people like as soon as we were leaving after the contest people were like oh shoes you were great whatever good job you know yeah, got but- to meet pixel dan right after we were in the same elevator so we got to talk for a little bit look at you yeah you know it was just it was a really cool time, a really good
1: experience, and honestly, I I, I kind of can't wait to go back next year. Oh, that's what I love to hear. Um, our favorite show, Community, has taught us maybe it's, it's not good to meet your heroes. You met Mister Skeletor, Mister Oppenheimer. I told Pierce a thousand <laughs> times I never wanted
0: to meet Lavar in person. <laughs> so how was Mister Oppenheimer? Alan Offenheimer, the voice of Skeletor, the voice of Man-at-Arms, Merman, Buzz-Off. The, in the new series, he's the voice of Mossman. Let me tell you, that was like, when you talk about, like, if when I go to a con, I want to go in, know what I want to do, and get out. Like, that was, like, the first thing I did was uh, we had gone to the Mattel panel, and we walked in. I said, listen, I just want to go and get my stuff signed that I want to get signed and then after that, I don't care. We can linger. We can walk around. Just sure. take everything in. See what whatever we see. I just want to have this done and out of the way. Because the whole we were staying in the hotel that was actually that the convention was out, so it
1: was super convenient. Oh, you know, that's like, great. Get your stuff signed. Go back upstairs. Drop it off and then come. Perfect. That's exactly oh, what the plan was. That's perfect. Yeah, definitely we get that done first.
0: So. Alan Oppenheimer I mean Basically Ric Flair Oldest ride Longest line baby (laughs) Um, I get on the And when I say Longest line There were maybe Like at that point Because it was still So early in the con Itself Maybe 10 people In front of me If that But you know He took his time With everyone He was very Um very particular about like signing autographs making sure everyone got a nice neat autograph love that and very personable you know would chat you up took his time with you it was very very cool experience took multiple pictures with me was even telling the guy there to who was there to take the pictures like oh make sure you got that oh you know what i don't think i smiled enough in that one let's take this (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) yeah like very very cool um, and then next to him was Melody Britt, who did the voice of Shira, and she was very pleasant. Uh, not as kind of gregarious as Alan Oppenheimer, but I mean, she was perfect. I like. It's not like she was mean to you or anything. She was sure. fine. He was just very, very extra. Yes, he was extra and very expensive too. It was. Like, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, when, but you when got when your I money's said,
1: worth, bro. That's
0: you no, know. You know what? It's one of those experiences where like. I got to meet the voices of, like, two of my favorite characters of of literally all time. I got action figures signed by both of them. I knew it was going to be expensive coming in. It it was still more expensive than I thought it would be. Yeah. But when else am I going to have the chance? So, I got it. They're a collector's piece to put on the wall and look at. As now I, I, you know, wind down my own days here. As we said, I'm on the back nine of life. (laughs) So... (laughs) So my time is limited to enjoy these things. Oh, how was the attendance? How how packed does this place get? So you got to remember, it's not a, on the scale of like the bigger cons that we're used to from sure. living in New York. I thought it was still a good size. You had a, a nice size kind of ballroom um, for like your show floor. There was also a side room with like. Some tables, and that's where like Alan Oppenheimer and Melinda Britt were. You had a ton of cosplayers. There was a whole cosplay contest, which yes. was phenomenal. Awesome, <laughs> that's we, cool. saw, we saw some really great cosplays, and to be honest, I was kind of like on the fence about wanting to go and like watch the contest. Uh, Kayla was more like, "Hey, like let's go actually check this out," and. Some of the costumes were just absolutely phenomenal and absolutely. it was so much fun so so cool to see like the winners were very deserving they had um they, they had a child division and an adult division the child huh. division was won by um, two kids who were dressed as too bad so they were in like the same <laughs> getup and with the different color face paint and stuff it was so so good um, the adult contest was won by, uh, someone, uh, doing Roboto, who is a robot put together my, by man at arms, if you don't know, but like his chest lit up, you could see the gears on the inside. He Those are always the best. Plastic. It was unbelievable. Those are always awesome. Yeah. The person who came in second was someone doing a real deep dive character called the fearless photographer. <laughs> That's fun when someone does something gangster, low-key, so no great one because, gets. Like, like, there are people who genuinely don't know who this is, and this is not a character that was ever in the show or anything. It was a contest run in the 80s where it was like a create-your-own-character contest. Oh, my God. And some kid wrote in and, like, had, like, this sketch design of what he thought the fearless photographer would be that he invented and actually won the contest. And uh, during the Masters of the Universe Classics line... They actually produced that as an action figure
1: That's awesome
0: So someone came as the fearless photographer Who had a working like screen on his chest Which was meant to be like the film running through And like you had the graphics and everything
1: on it It was so good You could could hear the smile telling the story, Joe.
0: I really, like, it it (laughs) surpassed, like, all my hopes for it. Like, I just had such a good time. Like I said, so nice getting to meet so many people, like, that I had been talking to, you know, for years over the internet. And cool to meet people just, like, walking through. Like, it's one of those things. In any social situation, the first people to usually... Befriend each other Are the smokers You know what I mean Sure because You're hanging outside Yeah Because they're always ostracized Yeah and The forced scum of society Get over there <laughs> Exactly So like Whenever I'd go out To have a cigarette Whoever was there I'd just start talking to So I'd get to meet Rex from Mississippi Or John from Jacksonville Or Mary from Boston Who were all real people <laughs> You know And you know, all of a sudden you start chatting Oh where'd you come from Oh how long did it take you to get here What else are you doing while you're here how, Oh what are you collecting Oh let me see pictures of your collection Like just really crazy stuff And like the one guy John Who I had uh, met there Like he uh, So much of his collection Is photographed in Pixel Dan's book as well I'm like oh I'm, I was included in that book too You know he took a picture of my spider over He's like oh whatever Like,
1: <laughs> yes. So it's like
0: a little thing we bonded over Love it
1: Oh man Did you do anything else While you were in California Besides the con? So I had
0: I I really didn't know How much time I was going to have I I didn't know how much time I was going to want to spend At the convention If I was going to be like An all day thing or whatever It ended up becoming that Just because we were having A good time Exactly Um, We were right basically Down the block From Disneyland And I didn't go Oh
1: wow really?
0: (laughs) Yeah I've never been to Disneyland So Yeah Maybe um, for next year I'm thinking You plan a trip Where you can do both Plan plan some extra times And then You know Plan some extra days Built into the trip And then maybe Head over there For a day or two To hang out And see that Just because I never have Wow What um, a the, There were two things I did get to do Ooh. Which I was very excited about uh, Number one Happened Saturday night Where uh, Kayla and I Were going to go out for dinner And we were looking For places to go and we ended up at a Tony Roma's restaurant. The best, oh man. Now, for those of you who are uninitiated, <sighs> Gomez and I, we talk about food a lot here. And <laughs> here there are do. a lot there are a lot of new people who have been listening to this podcast, so let me say a quick thank you to you people because last week's episode did set a new download record for first week downloads for a new episode. So thank you very much. I hope you liked it, and I hope you stay subscribed and, and keep coming back for this pop culture buffet that we offer up to you weekly. Mm. But Tony Roma's was a
1: restaurant that we had in New York. When we were kids, it felt like it was all over. Yes, it was my go-to birthday spot. Every year, my mom would take me there for my birthday. I, it was the best. It, it's the kind of spot for me that, like, you had to get a good report
0: card to get. <laughs> yes. Like, it, was, it wasn't <laughs> just, like... Hey, let's go have a, a a dinner tonight. Like that wasn't. No. It was a little. It's it, a not nice. that it's overly fancy and expensive, it's, no, but not it's really. it's pricey enough to the point where like you're not just bringing your kids on a regular Wednesday night.
1: Yeah, it's like a little above you know Fridays. It's that kind of that vibe, but it's it's trying to be a little fancier, a little extra. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's got
0: the it's the kind of place where they put bread on the table. You know,
1: mm, that's
0: real fancy. So we ended up at a Tony Romans. Kayla had never been. I was super excited because I'm like, Tony Roma's ribs, what could be better? Mm. Gomez, let me tell you, this Tony Roma's was not the Tony Romans that
1: I remember. You see, I do want to say something. So Tony Romans was the hot shit when we were younger. Then they all disappeared, like all of them, just just gone. And a couple years ago... One opened up again in Bay Terrace. So, of course, I'm like, I have to go here. I have to go. And it just, I don't know. Just we, was it just wasn't the same. I don't know if we, if we were younger. If it was just in our heads, it was the best thing ever. But this, I was like, why would I come back here? I don't want to come back to this place. So disappointing. I ordered a full rack
0: of the St. Louis ribs and... I can't put my finger on it, whether it was the way they were cooked or the amount of sauce, whatever it was, it wasn't the same as I remembered it.
1: Oh, damn,
0: it's so uh, I was hoping it was just me. It just it just wasn't the same. I wasn't feeling it. Like it was fine. Sure, it's not I like get it. I was throwing it out, but yes. I went in like so fired up and I'm like, you know, like it wasn't our plan to go to Tony Roma's. We just kind of fell into no, it. No, you because saw it. it and was nearby. Yeah. And you know it had a menu where she was like, "Oh yeah, that I'm good with that. Like, let's go." Did she enjoy it? She She didn't. She didn't have. wasn't overly
1: thrilled with it either. Okay, because she didn't have that
0: that past. No, exactly. Mm. But she was like, "Yeah, I guess it was fine." But like, I don't get why you were so excited. Yes, neither neither do I. (laughs) We didn't have
1: to go here, bro. All right. Oh, man. Well, that's and disappointing. Then, all right. So what, what and else? Then to,
0: to add fuel to the fire.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> to add fuel to the fire, on Sunday, no uh, Kayla left early the, earlier than I did. So I still had uh, I was flying out on a red eye. So I basically had all day there. Uh, after she had left, I said, you know what? I'm going to get in a cab and go to the places where dreams are made of, Gomez. Hmm. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Sizzler. <laughs> Love it. I, how close was it, baby? 5.1 miles from Ooh, the hotel.
1: So close. Oh. So how,
0: how do I not you go to the Sizzler? Have to go. It could have been last 50 Sizzler, miles. <laughs> exactly. The last Sizzler on the East Coast closed because of COVID.
1: Oh, so So, upsetting.
0: So now the only ones left are either on the West Coast or in Puerto Rico. And, like, this is my favorite restaurant Mm. chain, like, in the world, in the history of civilization. If I got married tomorrow, I would want it to be at the Sizzler. Yo, they had that fancy back room, bro. Exactly. They always have a fancy back room for events and meetings. (laughs) The things we've seen in those back rooms. I want to I take all of you All my loved ones, my friends and family Out to the sizzler And just fill your bellies With corn fritters And goddamn Malibu chicken I want you to get to the point Where you can be popped like a balloon That you're so full <laughs> when you leave my wedding It would be oh. such a glorious wedding It would I would love but to go to that one The coming together of two families And corn fritters What could be better? Nope, it brings the world together So I get to the Sizzler I'm in Anaheim, California I take a picture outside with the sign I am fired up I look at that menu That that beautiful Like the menu just on the wall And it just brings back all those memories Of all the <laughs> menu times on the that wall. You... Yes
1: <laughs> Love it
0: <laughs> And you just see that You see all, all the favorites The 8 ounce sirloin The all you can eat shrimp And the goddamn Malibu chicken. And I knew what I was having before I even walked in. That woman looked at me. She's like, are you ready to order? I've been baby girl. I've been ready to order for a year and a half. (laughs) I was like, give me the double Malibu chicken with a baked potato, a Pepsi, and the salad bar to stay Mm. and stay a long time. And then she gave me my plates. I sat down. I took a look at that salad bar and Gomez... This is where the disappointment sets in.
1: I, I don't even want to hear this. this is, this is not supposed to be a, a sad story. This is supposed to be a, a story of happiness and triumph. No. Here I am the day before I turn 40. What a way to end to end 39, right? I'm, oh.
0: having, I'm having the meal at my restaurant of choice. If I could pick any restaurant in the world, this is where I'd be and I'm here. It's happened. It is fate.
1: Fucking that! I would be there at this moment
0: on this day. It it is if Michael Bay wrote the fucking script for this, because Michael Bay makes great movies. Unlike whoever the fuck made Snake Eyes, we don't even know. He's not important. Some jabroni. Some jabroni. It's. I take a look at that salad bar, expecting a nice full pail of corn fritters and gomez they're just not there this is upset is this is this a a location thing or is this a i guess it is it might be a regional thing because in its place were like these mini corn dog nuggets and i'm like great but
1: it's not the same i love corn dog nuggets but
0: it's like at the same time like I have never once had a corn dog nugget at a goddamn Sizzler. I'm no. here for the fucking
1: corn fritters. No, not at all. Oh, God. That is... They had. Did Wait. they have your Malibu chicken, right? You, you got to eat that? I did get the Malibu okay. chicken. I,
0: got the, <laughs> I always get the double Malibu chicken, so you get like the two pieces of it. Because I, I never know if it's going to be the last time I ever have it.
1: Yes, and you never know if they don't have corn fritters. Look at that. You would have been starving. Oh, my. Could you imagine... Who I would have just starving I wouldn't just.
0: I would have turned around, walked out the door, and like not knowing what to do. I probably would have just pooped my pants right in front of the sizzler. Did you get dessert? So, oh my god, here we oh, go. What? Oh no, the classic. <laughs> Sizzler soft serve ice cream machine yeah. I go up there And I'm ready to make myself a little sundae With some Oreo pieces Some chocolate mm-hmm. syrup Some mm-hmm. colored sprinkles The best And guess what There's a note on it That says chocolate out of order uh, So it. I always get the chocolate and vanilla swirl I want the best of both worlds Yeah I can't get it I can only get the one world And I'm not happy with just one world Mm. This is this story is taking a turn, bro. Exact. Call me James Bond, because one world is not enough.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Well. Ah, what a what a sad attest. It's disappointing. But
0: here's the thing. It's it was still the Sizzler. And you know what? Even a bad trip to the Sizzler is still a
1: good trip to dinner. I get it. You still had a good time. It could have been better, but it was still good. I got it. Correct. All right. Well, I'm very happy you had your Sizzler. Oh, I'm dying for Sizzler. I'm dying for corn fritters. I used to get corn fritters from this Philly cheesesteak place. They were just like the Sizzler. It was the best. Uh, The place closed down. It's now a hot chicken place. They don't got corn fritters. I can't... I'm dying, John. I don't understand. Like, why are corn fritters, like... Like, finding
0: fucking gold around here? Like, why don't more places have these things? I don't know. I tried to make it once. It's such a pain in the ass to make. It's a pain in the ass. I I remember when I was a kid, I want to say it was, like... Whether it was my birthday or, like, I was graduating or something. Like, either me or my brother, my mom was getting ready to host a party for, like, all our family to come over. Whatever the occasion may be. And... Like, we wanted corn fritters as hors d'oeuvres. And, like, it's not like you go to the supermarket and fucking buy corn fritters in the nope. frozen food aisle. Like, never. I don't know why not. Why can't you? Maybe in some places. Tell us. Do you have corn fritters in your freezer? We don't. Like, I genuinely think my mom called the Sizzler to see if she could get, like, their corn fritter distributor. <laughs> I love it. That's just what I'm thinking. I would have never thought to had done that. But I don't think she got it either because I don't remember having a fucking plate of corn fritters flying around the house.
1: Damn, Oh man, that's so and awesome. it's not like
0: we got that Bluth family corn baller just laying around in the <laughs> closet.
1: <laughs> oh, corn fritters! I gotta, I gotta find some. There's gotta be, there's gotta be a way for us to get corn fritters. There's gotta be, some, to restaurant, be. some restaurant, some restaurant we the don't fucking think United of. United States, come on! We, we, there's someone's gonna be like, bro, you didn't know? Blah blah blah. Has corn fritters? What's Please thank you guys There's there's gonna be like
0: One country One third world country Out there (laughs) That has like The whole The whole fucking Market cornered On corn fritters It's gonna be like Goddamn Bratislava Or some shit Like they've got All the corn fritters Just locked away In a closet Don't even know about it Until zombie sailor Goes over there
1: Looking for toys And stumbles upon them (laughs) Oh man So anything else Exciting in uh, California I mean that's Sounds like you had a pretty full weekend of no, mostly it good It was
0: it was just a just a very good time. Honestly, I couldn't have asked for a better experience, a better trip. Uh so much fun to be there just like on all ends, see all the toys. Uh oh gosh, all the toys. The the all the reveals, Super Seven had a booth there, Mondo had a booth, uh the Mattel booth was was sweet because they had all the newly announced figures displayed for you. Uh, and then seeing all the vendors A lot of whom I have dealt with Like I said Just like everything included uh, We had such a great time And it was so did cool you, To just finally be there
1: Did you have to buy an extra suitcase To bring all the shit home
0: That you bought? So what? I really didn't buy that much Okay I had, I had brought the figures That I wanted signed with me So I got a ma- a man-at-arms A Skeletor And a She-Ra figure signed um, But other than that I really didn't buy anything Um because I'm like, you know what? A lot with the vendors, especially like anything I want, I could just get online and have. I was going to say there later. was
1: nothing to, yeah, nothing exclusive, exclusive that had to be. Yeah, there.
0: and okay. even the uh, PowerCon exclusives we had talked about, they yeah. had sent sent an email saying they, they might st- not be available in time, and sure enough, they weren't. They were not. So. Um, they will have to get shipped to me at a later date once they arrive. So, so I, I didn't have to transport too much stuff back. The really the only stuff I had to fit in my bag were the couple of items I won from
1: being on the trivia show. Awesome! My goodness, show had a great vacation, a great birthday. Look at you. Mm. Yeah, very very
0: happy. And then um, obviously I flew home, the red eye. Uh, back to Raleigh, and then back into Florida from there, and uh, ran home, packed a new bag, took off in the car, and came down to visit my parents, get to see them for my birthday, pay a little surprise visit. But on the way, Mm. I share a birthday with one of my other favorite eateries, the legendary White Castle. Celebrating their 100th birthday this year Same birthday as me They just opened a White Castle It's their biggest location It's in Orlando, Florida So on the way to go see my parents I stopped there and picked up a craved case of cheeseburgers To bring down And uh, got to see my parents And share some White Castle On my actual birthday So it was a very full and hectic couple of days But a very satisfying and enjoyable time At the same time
1: That's good Look at you, having a nice birthday
0: Yeah, and I'm still uh, I'm still actually at my parents' house now So if I sound a little different, it's because I'm locked away in a, a closet Trying to make sure that I have as much quiet as needs be While these two <laughs> old people still do their old people stuff I was gonna
1: say, I'm surprised we're, we're doing the podcast so early I figured we'd wait for them to fall asleep Because I can imagine them just busting through the door at any minute Just to have a conversation with you I'm, I told them. I was like, listen, I need quiet over here. <laughs>
0: oh, you mean they actually listen to you? <laughs> no, they're just at the age where it's like it's not even worth it to get out of the chair.
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Any Anything they want to say can wait at this point. Hey, Joe, while you were traveling, did you watch anything fun on the, the airplane? Usually that's a fun thing to do when you have a long cross-country flight. So here's the thing is right now I was... On the way
0: there, I was actually awake for the whole flight. Um, But with all these new in-flight entertainment systems on airplanes, you have to have your own headphones. Otherwise, they make you buy it. And listen, I'm at the point where I'm not buying headphones. I have headphones. I bring them with me everywhere.
1: Yes. But
0: there's no connection for Bluetooth headphones. Oh, really? So you need plug-in headphones. And you're kind of shit out of luck if you don't have plug-in headphones, unless you've, like, you've just had it and you're going to buy them. So I end up, what I end up doing on all these flights is just, like, putting on a movie that I've seen a hundred times so I know what's going on. And I just watch it in silence while I listen to, like, podcasts or whatever on my
1: phone. I get it. I get that. I, I just realized that because if you told me, uh, oh, you got your headphones, yeah, I got headphones, but I don't got a headphone that'll fit in there fucking jack yeah I'll, oh damn i just re- oh no i need to get a pair of headphones if i'm gonna travel this is upset yeah. yeah i, I mean the, the
0: cool thing is they all have like a usb charger in front of you now so if oh, like you need great. to charge your phone that comes in handy that's real good uh, yeah it's the best but as far as like headphones i look at it and i go yeah everybody is is wireless nowadays like what are we doing here got
1: to be a reason they can't do bluetooth up there some some nonsense
0: yeah because they can't charge you for headphones this way
1: <laughs> you know you, you make a good point god forbid it was anything else do they have food and stuff i haven't been on an airplane in a very long time and now with so, covid and stuff i don't know how how flying is
0: so i've been flying um enough recently not as much as i normally do but enough um and they still give out drinks and snacks. I mean, on the, I had a direct flight out to LA on uh, last Thursday, so I got two sets of snacks and drinks. My favorite thing is, um, they give you like the mini soda. So like, if you say you yeah. want a soda, like they give you like a that seven ounce can. can. Yeah, it's that like, little can. Yeah. Like, okay, cool, thanks. And I guess their way of saving the environment now is by not giving out little water bottles like I've kind of been used to. So the in-flight worker will be walking with like a long liter and a half bottle of water and And pour you a cup of water and then give you this tiny-ass cup.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's terrible. (laughs) Oh, man. These airlines (laughs) charge you so much and do so little. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, and constantly looking for new ways to charge you, even though they just got all this fucking money from the government.
1: My goodness. I'm planning some trips coming up, and uh, I'm usually a drive person, but I, had, I do have some flights left over from last year that were canceled from plans due to COVID. So I'm like, Ooh. I got some flights. Let's uh, let's go places, but uh sounds like a nightmare, and I hear, I hear... Renting a car is is just as bad now So it's like Renting
0: a car is so expensive right now And it it has been for a couple of months And I don't know if it's because The rental car services Just don't have the same inventory That they normally had Because a lot of them purged A significant amount during the pandemic And then when travel started coming back Everyone, you know, was traveling And going on vacations And needing to rent cars So the prices were through the moon So it just became cheaper to drive your own car If you were going anywhere Uh, Me, even in LA, like I had to go from LA to Anaheim Which is still like a 35-40 minute drive And I still, it was just cheaper for me to Uber When I needed to go back and forth to the airport And, you know, thankfully the convention was in the same hotel I was staying at So that took away a lot of the need to move up and down a lot But it was just all, all told for the couple of days that I was out there It just became cheaper to take Ubers
1: I totally get that. I uh, I think it's because last year during the pandemic, we went to the car dealership to see, because they were looking for, you know, they were like, oh, if you have this type of used car, uh we want it from you, you know, we, we want this car. So we talked to them, and it's all the same bullshit. They weren't offering any deals, nonsense. But uh, the way they were talking, it seems like there's not a lot of 2021 20, cars on the road. And so because of that, there's no there's no used car section, and then that trickles down to the, the car uh, rental places. Gotcha. So, so I'm like, okay, well, let's make some cars, people, because I want to rent the car. No, I remember for a
0: long time where I wouldn't even have cars reserved for, like, wherever I was going, and I'd show up in, you know, insert name of town, and then just go on, like, uh, Hotwire or something and pick up a car for, like, 13 bucks a day. <laughs>
1: Yeah, those days are long gone.
0: Those days have... Uh, that's gone the way of the buffalo, as they say on the
1: streets. like But, I mean, you, you hear all these apps and all these deals, all these, uh, <clears throat> you know, like back in the day, Priceline. That was like, oh, do Priceline to name your price for hotels. And anytime I use that thing, it was like fucking $10 cheaper. It was never anything special. I'll tell you what. I use those sites only to compare... What all
0: the airline prices are So I can look at like Oh, okay, so Delta's this much And American's this And United's this, etc, etc, etc That way I see what's cheapest And then I go to that actual airline's website To book my flight anyway Because it's
1: literally the same price As it is on Orbitz Yes, it's true I use Expedia only if I'm, you know uh, Renting a hotel and stuff like that But it's I go to JetBlue, I go I go on there, direct, and get my True Blue points, whatever. Well, that's the thing is uh, with hotels, like I have
0: um, rewards with like all the major hotel chains. So when it comes to hotels, I'm just booking whatever hotel I need and then making sure I get my points and my status with it.
1: Definitely. Yes, that definitely makes sense. You, you need your points. Everything's about the points.
0: It is, you know, wh- whether it's uh, Hilton or marriott or ihg like i'm a member of all of them i travel enough to where i'm staying at a hotel enough to at least make it worth it for me to get my points you know because i'm staying somewhere often enough to where they're not expiring or anything like that not that i'm traveling you know every week or multiple times a
1: week or anything like that but i travel enough you travel enough to where that makes sense for you we uh we go to the the outlets to buy sneakers and stuff, and they used to always have these deals because it's the outlets, you know. Oh, buy two sneakers, you know, one's regular price, the other one's 50% yeah, yeah, yeah. off, shit like that. And uh, we went the other day, and now they decided, oh, we're doing a point system thing. You know, every everything's regular price, but you're going to get points, and then you'll get, you know, $10 off. Per- I'm like, this, who's going to come to the store now? This is ridiculous. Points. Yeah, everything. what's the point of going to the outlets? It's like if the... it just
0: if it's just charging you the same money anyway, I'll just fucking order it on
1: Amazon. Just order it there. Oh, it's ridiculous. Everything with their points. Oh, you want to sign up? If if you had a keychain with everything you were signed up for, could you imagine you look like a fucking janitor? What is fucking? Yo, keys. it's at the point now where like I have to like
0: I don't want these things on my phone Cause like Everyone's got their own app Yes Like Just to order fast food You need 50 fucking fast food apps yes. If you want the, the 35 cent discount For using the app Like Oh Well thank you You know Zaxby's I appreciate you, you With your uh, 28 cent discount On my chicken sandwich For using the app
1: That's why I'd like a I- When iPhone introduced those, you know, folders, it was a lifesaver because you get to throw all that bullshit into one little section. Yeah, That food app, it's got, like, 12 different things because it's every single place. Everything. I I want fucking Shake Shack. Why do I need a Shake Shack? I order it once every six months, but I need And that's the thing. It's like... (laughs) And then they'll be like, oh, get a free shake for your birthday, but through the app only. It's always... Oh, yeah, let's order Shake Shack today. Ugh, I gotta fucking wait for this app to re-download because I haven't used it in six months, so it deleted itself. It's, yep. like, it's fucking annoying. Ugh, oh, fucking points, points, points. I only keep my uh, supermarket, my ShopRite card. That's it. That's the only one I have. Everything else, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I
0: feel like I have a couple that I, I at least use enough to keep around, but other than that, I'll, like, download it for when I need it, and then... Five minutes later when I'm done, just delete it.
1: The only good thing is, like, the uh, Apple Wallet. So you can pull up those things. Like, I have my movie card on there.
0: Yeah, like, stuff like that. that is fine. That's, that's, but like, that
1: makes life easy, thankfully. But, like, for
0: all those other apps, like, uh, no. anytime you want to go eat something, it's not like there's a Domino's no. Pizza card that you can no, just keep no, in your no. wallet.
1: No, no. Imagine. That yeah, I cool. do imagine. I imagine every fucking day, actually. Everybody gets their own unique barcode. And then you punch it up. Maybe it has your your favorite meal that you get on there, and you could just quick order. Oh man, the future, future could be bright, bro. So bright that you would need fucking sunglasses just to look outside right now. Sadly, uh, future's looking grim.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, to go back to the original question, no, I haven't watched a lot this
1: week. <laughs> well, I just mentioned Grim. Did you watch uh, Marvel What If? The, so the zombie episode. Yeah, once again, who is this show for cuz it's not for children.
0: I I did watch it and I'm, it's probably my least favorite of all the episodes
1: thus far. I like it cuz it's fun uh zombie stuff, but you know, it was okay. Uh it's I just I I will say I love that they went with it. Like, hey, we're doing a zombie episode. We're going to do a zombie episode because there's some crazy shit that happens in this episode where, you know, superheroes are dying because they're zombies. But you're yes, still watching. And then, other, <laughs> and
0: then other superheroes are trying to kill superheroes to keep their zombie superheroes <laughs> but,
1: alive. Yeah, so it's crazy. I guess uh, my favorite part of the episode would be we finally learn the answer what would happen if Ant-Man went up Thanos' butt because we get a scene where the Wasp goes in is it Shan- uh, Shannon, Agent 13's mouth? Was it, or Black yes. Widow? Someone, Sharon, and,
0: Sharon Carter. Yeah,
1: Sharon Carter goes in her mouth and then expands and blows up everywhere. <laughs> it was wonderfully gross, but my goodness, <laughs> it is a Marvel show that is next to if you're if you're scrolling on Disney Plus, you got fucking Monsters Inc. next to it. It's you the truth fucking... because it, it'll be based on like things you've watched. So it'll be like, "Oh,
0: if it, you know, take a choice from either Marvel's What If or the Muppets Take Manhattan."
1: So yeah, this is what Marvel was doing, which I love. God bless. This is great. You know, the, the episode's good, not great, but the fact that they went for it. Oof. Yeah, I, got, I, I commend that. It's like I said, probably my least favorite of the
0: ones that have aired so far, but even then, it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm done with
1: this show. Nah, nothing like that. It's a quick, fun, breezy episode always. These things fly and by. And that's,
0: that's the thing with these episodes is they're they're only half hours, so they do fly by. They are short, and
1: there's enough going on where you never feel like it's being dragged out or anything like that. No, because I, I feel like it could definitely do an hour episode because they are just cramming so much in those 30 minutes that, you know, an extra 10 minutes probably be a good thing uh, this week's episode of what if is what if Killmonger rescued Tony stalk so when he gets attacked oh. and gets kidnapped well what if uh, he was saved actually so that'd be interesting to see how uh obviously he wouldn't become Iron Man right So I don't know how that works that's gonna be interesting to see
0: yeah uh, like obviously we'll be checking it out and probably talking about it next week. So I'm I'm interested. Plus, uh, Michael B. Jordan is doing Kelmonger, and I like that's a big thing for me with this show. I just love that they got basically everybody to come on board and do the voices for these characters. Still,
1: yes, I mean I think was it like four or five of them didn't come back. The rest are pretty much all there. Love it. Yeah,
0: for the most part, it's
1: it's you know the the big big names happened. I wanted to shout out a movie I saw, Joe. Um, it's on. It's the new movie on HBO Max It's in theaters also It's directed by our double main man James Wan He uh, gave us Saw He gave us Furious 7 and Aquaman These are all movies we talked about That we've all enjoyed on this uh, yes. show He's done other things that I enjoy He put out a new horror movie called uh, Malignant And I've heard of this he, Bro and <laughs> I, Now
0: obviously I haven't seen it but I've heard of it, and the the chatter that I have been hearing about this movie is just like, it is fucked
1: up, but it's a
0: good time.
1: So, yeah, so it's like this uh, throwback to the kind of movies that you would find when you, like, uh, pick up, like, a VHS and go, let's watch this, and it's just some batshit crazy thing. Okay. And uh, so, you you know, the first two-thirds of the movie, you know, it's pretty straightforward horror movie. And then something happens where, like, uh, the reveal happens, and then it just, like, turns it up to fucking 26, and it's just (laughs) nonstop fucking just, like, wow, this is something else. So if you're into horror, if you're into batshit crazy stuff, I think you should definitely check this out. Joe would like this, maybe? I think you would like how fucking... Crazy it is but I think you would also be like Bro this is really fucking weird I don't know if I liked it I Like it was kinda cool that this happened But I think you'd be like What the fuck did I just watch
0: Well if that's the case I may have to look into checking this out And then coming back and giving a full report Next week
1: I mean hey I'll pencil that shit in Make it your assignment baby Oh no. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> Cuz it's 6 it, weeks of horror is coming. Uh, well, yeah, you want it, you know what? Let's save it for that. Put it on the list and I will we'll we'll do it for 6 weeks of horror. We'll circle back around, hope everyone gets to it and uh yeah, we'll talk about that. Other than that, uh you know, I didn't really watch I do much. A, I do have some news. Gomez Ooh, just
0: what? dropped today. What? Our friends over at Amazon Bringing out a new live, sh- uh, live action show, focused around Shira and the
1: Princesses of Power. Oh, that means that show on Netflix must have did good, huh? For them to, they're like it. Oh. It had to, right? I mean, the
0: thing is with the Netflix shows, you can never really gauge how good anything is go like how anything is doing. Outside of the opening weekend, because that opening weekend, they dropped the whole show. Everybody talks about it for a weekend, and then it's gone. Gone. And s- seemingly lost to the annals of time. Like, even at this point, we've had multiple seasons of Stranger Things. Everybody loved it for a month, and then it's been gone. It's been gone for two years. It's going to be gone for just insane. And it's not like I don't see anyone sitting around going, oh, well, really miss Stranger Things about now. Like, I don't see that. Like, I don't see that love. Like, oh, I can't wait
1: for this fucking show to come back. 100%. I see it like only when they drop something like, oh, look, Stranger Things dropped a trailer. Oh, I can't wait. But it's not like all week. It's like you have to be reminded (laughs) of it, though. When you're reminded, you're like, oh, yes, I can't wait. Until then, it's like, oh, oh, yeah, Stranger Things. Yeah, it's cool. It's like Netflix
0: is like a fucking member berry from South Park. It's like you get that fucking thing in your pocket. And it's like, oh, remember Stranger Things? Oh, remember She Ra? Oh, remember that fucking movie with Sandra Bullock and the fucking blindfold? I remember. I remember. <laughs> so I don't really know how She did or how impactful it was. I know that I loved it. I've watched it multiple times. Um, I'm hoping it, uh, this live action show comes to pass because that would be new and different we've never had a live action she-ra before and apparently dreamworks is behind it and they're the ones who did the most recent animated series which i thought was stupendous so i feel like if dreamworks is on board then this project is in good hands and i'm not really worried about it like i do with some of the regular masters of the universe stuff Uh, But still, no no word on uh, any casting or anything like that thus far
1: that I've seen or heard. Do you have anyone uh, you would like off the top of your head you think of?
0: I really don't. I really don't because every time like I think of someone like for a certain role or whatever and someone else gets cast and I like they end up doing a great job. I'm like, oh, that's a great job. Like I would have never thought to cast that person, but they killed it. But then I look at, like, something like the Kevin Smith He-Man that came out, and you were looking at that voice acting list going, wow, this yeah. is a fucking Can star-studded mess. cast. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh, I hate this Mark Hamill as Skeletor. Oh, I hate Sarah Michelle Geller as Tila. Oh, I hate fucking Milton from Office Space as Cringer. <laughs> you know, so, like, that, and that was, like, my biggest issue with the overall show was, like, some of the voice acting there. So, you know what? Maybe I'm not the person... Who uh, should be putting these people into
1: place? I get it. Do you think? Do you think they would try to cast someone known? Or do you think they would go unknown and just you know, not have that baggage of a, a name attached to it?
0: I mean, I feel like it could go either way. Um, you could almost go kind of halfway with that, like somebody who is, you know, has some kind of quasi. Uh, resume to speak of, but at the same time, I also don't know, like, what, like, age group they're going, like, the... Sure, you don't know the story or anything. Yeah, like, the DreamWorks She-Ra was, like, Adora as a teenager. Meanwhile, the original She-Ra is basically, she's a grown-ass woman already, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I gotcha. You don't know what story so, they're telling.
0: Yeah, so I don't know, like, what time period they're going for or anything like that. I don't know if it's going going to... Continue on any of the existing mythos and mythology within that world right now So I would need to know more about what they're actually going for in terms of plot and story before I could make any Kind of snap judgments like that
1: I got that totally sure I would check it out, you know, I'm always down for something Especially if you're telling me as as it comes along you're like, oh, this looks good. It sounds good You know me. I was- hey, I-
0: I, I looked at the original the last when it was coming out and I wasn't a fan of the early artwork and designs that were
1: released and I was like, oh, I don't I don't know about this. I get that the style and, can be off-putting. I get that.
0: Yeah, like I just I really you know to take those characters in that direction where they were all basically uh, kids at that point, uh, you know and Shira hadn't gotten any kind of reboot treatment of any kind up to that point. So I really didn't know what they were going for Or why they were going for that Why they chose to do that But within the first couple episodes of the new series I was like, boom,
1: I'm hooked I'm in, you got me, let's go That's the highest compliment, right? As soon as you, you watch it, you're hooked uh, They did something right They did a great job And I thought they they showed enough respect To
0: the She-Ra that had been there in the past And the storylines that had been there in the past While it... While doing a phenomenal job of expanding upon those characters and giving them all m- more fleshed-out uh, nuances and better motivations, so I can't talk. I can't talk about Shira, the Netflix series, in a higher regard. I hold it on the pedestal.
1: I think I'm gonna check that out. You, you you're always talking about it? Yeah, I think I should watch
0: some episodes here. It's, it's only five seasons, which for Netflix, I think means like 50 episodes total.
1: Yeah, that's not bad. And,
0: and they're all quick, half hour, you know. And I, you know what? Sit down with your daughter. See if she gets into it.
1: I'll try that. She's Well, uh, she doesn't sit, right? She, well, once she don't sit, yeah. But uh, she gets when she gets into something, she gets into it. But she's very particular. There's things... I would be like, oh, I think she's going to like this, and then she doesn't, and then there's just random shit, like Space Jam. I, I still don't know why the fuck she decided she was going to be into Space Jam, but she did, and she loves it. But I would have never said, hey, Shiloh, you need to watch Space Jam. So I'll try, but this girl. What is she into right now? Like, what's her thing right now? So there's a, uh... I guess she would be uh chicken, uh, chicken squad. And uh, Bluey would be her top two shows, I guess. Bluey, I've heard of. I've never heard of no fucking Chicken Squad. Bluey's the hot shit. Like Bluey's like the number one, number one kid show, and it's great. It's 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 funny. It's it's good. Chicken Squad is so remember, back in the early two thousands when no one watched Disney animated movies, and yes. uh, they did a Chicken Little movie. Yes, I do remember that. So this is a Chicken Little TV show, with a uh, three chickens. It's Chicken Little, and then uh, I think a boy and a girl chicken. I don't really know what the hell they do, cause it kind of comes on late. So she, it's, she's always like half asleep watching it, and sh- so I don't pay attention. But uh, it's it's a shit. She'd be like, "Oh, I miss Chicken Chicken Squad," and I'm like, "Really, Chicken Squad? We haven't watched Chicken Little yet. We're gonna show her that uh, this weekend." I uh, I don't remember it being very good, but we'll see. Oh, terrific!
0: It's always good when you can go into a movie with your kid and know, like, right from the beginning, that you
1: it is not very good. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think. It's it came around when Nick Ball was younger, so when I told Nick Ball about, it, he's like, "What?" It's like, yeah, because that's like that's his Disney, which is sad yeah, to think yeah, yeah. about. Like that's Home on the Range, Chicken, uh, like that's. That's not the best. Is he That's... like Emperor's New Groove and Hercules? Yes, Hercules, Emperor's New Groove. Mulan. But Emperor's New Groove is great. I always love that. You know why I've never seen that? Because, like, it's David Spade. If you like David Spade, then, I mean, it's, you're going to like it. It's David Spade doing his stick, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I enjoy it. Do you, you don't like David
0: Spade? I have no problem with David Spade. I mean, I, I I don't know that I love him. And what the fuck is this? Do we have a house
1: phone? What in house? is going on? <laughs> Holy shit Your mom pays You need to talk to your mother Why is she paying for a goddamn landline What is going on What How do you shut this off That's coming out of your inheritance Joe Wasting money How do you shut this off My the meatloaf (laughs) What the fuck Like that scared the shit out of me Of all the things I thought would happen During this The phone ringing (laughs) Not one of them (laughs) Maybe that's the sign to wrap it up Joe (laughs) Unbelievable
0: Episode uh, basically about my vacation this week And then my mom's house phone Hardline house phone Rotary dialed house phone Hanging on the wall
1: Oh my god! Is it really a rotary phone? Because I can imagine.
0: I'm I'm about to start twirling the the cord in my finger while I play with my hair and be like, "Oh, Gomez, I just want to talk." Uh, no,
1: you hang up.
0: Yeah, no, 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 silly! You hang up first. Oh
1: man! Oh,
0: that phone ringeth. That was what, what an action-packed episode. What do you say we hit some music?
1: It is now time for the Big Finish. All right, Joseph. Are you ready to, to bring this on home? Let's do it. I got a big finish for you, bro. Today, Those are my favorite kind of finishes. Oh, Today's Big Finish. It's funny that we started talking about Disney. Disney songs. I had this written down before we started talking about Disney. Oh wow! Yes, I just realized. That. I was like, oh, <laughs> so here we go. Disney songs. Now number one,
0: very easy for me.
1: Which one? Go the distance from Hercules. <laughs> yeah. I know you kids love your Hercules. You love people love their Tarzan soundtrack. Uh, hmm, I would go I, mean, I might have to go Bare Necessities Because of course uh, I know. knew you were going to go there Bare Necessities uh, I definitely think a song from Aladdin What do you think I mean, what, Never Had a Friend Like Me That's Never a Had a Friend Like one. Me is a lot of fun That's a great one But I
0: do love uh, just Prince Ali That's a six. great one too hmm,
1: Like it I do love be prepared. I mean, Hakuna Matata is great. It's such a wonderful phrase.
0: (laughs) Kiss the girl from Little Mermaid is a good one for me. That's a great one. Like the whole, it's something I, I enjoy doing at karaoke, because it's one of those things you don't, uh, like if you're at a karaoke bar, it's not something you expect to hear, especially from someone who looks like I look. So if I get up there and start singing, la my oh my, look like the boy too shy, ain't gonna kiss the girl, like people fucking lose their
1: minds. It's a banger. That's 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 a great song. That might be on the list. There. That's oh, that's a good one. And and like you said, I wouldn't have thought of that. I would have thought under the sea. I would have said, oh, under the sea or Ursula. You know, poor, put what is it? Uh, unfortunate soul. You poor, unfortunate soul. Oh, so good. Oh man. Let's... Some of my favorite, like uh, Robin Hood, I don't really got no uh, songs. There. I mean, You're
0: Welcome from Moana. I
1: love, obviously.
0: I mean, I do love bit. those Frozen songs, they bangers. Oh, my God. Into the I, Unknown? I Come one, on, bro. I was going to say that one from Frozen 2, yes. I actually like more than yes,
1: uh, the uh, part 1 song. So good, that song. My goodness. Time is up. That's a. That whole soundtrack. And I do love the Panic at the disc Over Oh, it's so good. Yeah, absolutely. No, I definitely agree with that.
0: And um, even Kristoff's um, song in part in part two, yes, uh, Elsa's that's other done song, by Weezer. Yes,
1: Elsa's second song is great. Well, I, Frozen two is oh so good. Mm. I, I'm a Frozen guy,
0: and I, I mean, I don't know if it's a hot take. I, I honestly don't think it is, but I'm I like
1: Frozen two even better than Frozen one. I see a lot of. It's, it goes both ways I see a lot of people say that And then some people You're crazy But I, I think it's divided Pretty evenly uh, Frozen 2 Tell us Frozen 1 Frozen 2 Let us know Hit us up on yeah, the we'll socials have to, We'll have to throw that On the social media
0: And that social media Gomez yeah. Is at Car Jomez On Twitter And Instagram Remember to follow them both Remember to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends, leave a five-star review wherever it is that you download it, and if you are subscribed, do tweet us a screenshot at carjomez showing you are subscribed, and use the hashtag bellybuttonsplash, and you will get a free signed 8x10 from me. You can also follow me at my personal social medias, at TheJoeShoes i'm the gomez154 on instagram and twitter and of course send us any kind of questions comments feedback and concerns anywhere you want to reach us and we will bring it up talk about it on the show because as you can see from this episode we are able to fill time with
1: anything (laughs) anything joe i forgot to plug something what what could it possibly be let's plug I will be dropping a Spotify, Apple playlist. The New Metal Kid is coming at you, dropping all the New Metal hits.
0: Oh, my goodness. This This is what the world has been waiting for, Gomez, is for the playlist, the official New Metal Kid playlist. They've been dying for it. They've been asking for it. They've
1: been depending on you to deliver this, and here you are with it. That's right. I'm going to drop it. This podcast drops on Thursday. On Monday, start your week off with the sweet sounds of Fred Durst telling you to break shit. Can't wait. And do not forget to stay tuned because
0: Gomez and I will be having a little conversation. We did not forget. We will be setting up a live Twitch stream on my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Mr. Joe Shoes, where both him and I will try the one chip challenge you're still in right gomez i was hoping you forgot so i would never
1: forget (laughs) i have the memory and body type of an elephant (laughs) i uh i saw someone do the challenge this weekend i was uh given a video of the neighbor took one of uh i bought a couple of them uh my dad took one down there for the guy to try and uh, it really fucked him up, Joe. <laughs> oh, boy. He started off, oh, uh, you're a bunch of pussies. This is nothing. And then he threw up about four times and was threw up. crying. <laughs> he so, threw up? Yeah, bro. <laughs> this shit is hot. I, I mentioned it on the podcast last week that the chip said something on it like, oh, watch out. It says this chip will destroy you. That's what it says on the package. I just I don't know if you noticed that, okay? <laughs> this is not going to be fun. But hey, if the people want it, I'll take a nibble. I'll take a nibble on the chip.
0: I just figured I'd eat the whole chip and deal with the consequences.
1: Yeah. So, I wouldn't do that. I've I've looked online. I've have a whole routine set up for when we do this. I'm going to take some Pepsi. I'm going to Eat some yogurt and drink some milk. You want to coat your stomach before you do this. Okay. And uh, I'm going to be wearing gloves because I don't want to get it anywhere but where it's supposed to go. Joe, I, I hope you're you ready for this, baby. I, I am suddenly feeling very
0: ill-prepared. Uh, I was not. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, but we're going to do this. We're going to do it. <laughs> So, stay tuned to all the socials for information on that. And then, uh, we'll, after we see how this goes, if we make it out alive, maybe that's something we could do a little bit more often going forward. Sure. Not the chip challenge, but maybe no. just some some Twitch streams. Yes. The they pe- very
1: safe, the safe kind. If the passengers of the Carjo Man's podcast want it, they'll get it. We do it for yes. them. We do it for the people. We do it for The Rock. We'll be back next week with the usual buffet of pop culture goodness. Until then, Joseph. Until next time, friends. And you guessed it, Frank Frank Stallone. Stallone. One, two, one,